0: In this week's Almond Matters segment, we're joined once again by Field Market Development Specialist with Valent USA, Todd Burkdoll. And now California's gotten quite a bit of rainfall in the last week, but looks like there's going to be a bit of a break in the weather this week before potentially some more storm systems coming in. And so, uh, Todd, what's this sort of weather pattern mean for growers with these uh, rainstorms and now bloom on the horizon? Because uh, some areas received some pretty significant rain last week.
1: Yeah, well, I saw on the coast where they've had up to over almost ten inches of rain, you know, Roy Grande, Santa Maria in that area, and even the Paso in the Paso. But uh we got a couple inches here and uh, you know, ground's pretty wet still. But uh it's probably gonna be feasible to get in. Uh, I say Wednesday, Thursday this week. You know, you can, most, most places depending on soil type. So we're heading we're heading into bloom. As the weather warms up, the blooms it's you know, the blooms gonna start popping. Again, I don't know how much I don't think we got enough chilling you know for like certain varieties, especially pistachios. but for almonds looks like it's it's gonna it's gonna come on this week uh, for all the earlier varieties and by next week the valley will look white you know with all the acres. Uh, so you got bloom coming up you potential for rain coming up uh, past this week, this weekend. I think is Saturday Saturday Sunday supposed to be more rain maybe in the next week Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So you've got open blooms out there and potential for uh, infection monolinea, blossom blight is gonna you know, pop its head up, especially especially with the weather the way it is, I think. So I think it would be advantageous for people to put on an ounce of prevention to reduce the amount of uh, cure that you're gonna have to go on if you put it on after, after the rain. It's always better to get on preventatively, especially with fungicides uh, and disease, and uh, get it before it gets out of hand. If it gets full-blown infection, you know, then it's just, it's like trying to put a forest fire out with a garden hose. It just doesn't really work really well. And most of these fungicides, they're not, they don't have a lot of reach back under a full-blown infection. So conditions will be probably pretty good for uh, monolinea. Also, um, the shothole, as they leap out, you know, the spores will be there. Potential for... Um, Scab, if there's that history of scab out there, a bunch of several pathogens. But monolineal blossom blight, you know, you can knock off all the flowers, you know, anything to spray. So uh, guys called me yesterday and wanted to use Retain, you know, to keep the bloom vibrant longer and improve fruit scent. And asked me if you could use uh, fungicides with that application. And that that is a viable option, is to use fungicides. If you're going to use Retain, you can use uh, fungicides with it. Uh, with the exception of Fontellus, but everything else is, is fine. So, you know, with, with the weather coming up, uh, you're going to have probably three or four days of maybe intermittent uh, weather that's not conducive to good pollination. Bees won't be flying, you know, below 50, 55 degrees. Pollen tubes don't grow. So it might be a good option to put on retain this year to alleviate some of this, uh, this potential effects of weather, and you can't put on a fungicide with that. Uh, the other thing is, guys, uh, are still doing, there's a few people still doing sanitation out there. Not a lot, but um, navel orange worm is, is, is there. You also got peach tweak borer coming up in the near future. So applications for that as well. Probably a couple of weeks away from that. Usually that's after petal fall. You don't want to put any of your insecticides on during bloom just because of potential for bee kill. It's just not a good stewardship. It's don't even go there. So I think the name of the game is going to be fungicides for the next 10 days here. Or so bloom is a critical period. You know, what you what you set at this time of year is going to be your crop come August, September, shake time. So uh, getting a good fruit set is really key. And you don't want to have disease affect that.
0: And now with retain being an option out there for growers, as, uh, as far as making applications go, uh, are those forecasted rains going to be an issue for that?
1: Well, again, I mean, to go out there with just retain uh, for the bloom, I, I would say because of the weather, You'd want a tank mix with a fungicide, you know, or or tank mix retained with a fungicide. Um, The disease portion is probably a a bigger animal at this point, but keeping those flowers vibrant longer uh, is also really going to be, I don't, you know, I don't know if anybody could predict the weather, we, you know, we we wouldn't be there. So I I don't know what it's going to do, but if it stays uh, wet and cold, wet and cool, uh, you know, that could do some good pollination or, or, or fruit sets. So having retain on there gives you a buffer, basically a buffer against that. So the, the flowers remain viable longer. Basically retain basically blocks ethylene production. And when you start bloom, you know, you're going to have uh, early flowers, late flowers, the, the flower natural, uh, the, the tree plant usually naturally produces ethylene through a physiological pathway and basically retain stifles that pathway. It shuts off that pathway. Gives you about three to four days of, maybe five days, depending on it's colder weather, probably five days of, of uh, effect that um, basically shuts off that pathway of, uh, keeping the flowers from senescing, keeping them viable longer. So with that flower viability comes the potential for increased fruit set as, as the bees come back out and start doing their thing.